0: Welcome to Before You Swipe, the online dating podcast where we read between the pickup lines.
1: I'm Dr. Chris, And I'm Dr. Lauren. We're two sex educators and research nerds using apps to find playmates, partners, and some laughs. Each episode, we share profiles that make us curious and make us cringe. We bring our expertise and personal quirks as we overanalyze our first impressions. Join us for some snarky and sincere tips and traps. Welcome back to Before You Swipe. This is Dr. Lauren.
0: I'm Dr. Chris.
1: And uh, we're really happy to have you back again. Season two continues.
0: Yes. Yeah. So I've been, as I think I've alluded to several times, I'm really starting to move now. I'm getting into the process of moving. And uh, so I'm going through all my old stuff to try to figure out, because I'm not just moving, I'm downsizing, I'm moving to another country, uh, I'm not, like, so it's all this stuff is happening. And, and so I, and I'm older, and I'm learning that when you're older, there's sort of two things. One is you have a lot of stuff because you've lived a lot of life. And, and that happens. And I've, I've moved sort of overseas before and done a lot of purging things. And I still manage to hold on to things. So this time, I'm really trying to hone in on what I keep and what I don't. And it's hard. And, and the other thing too, is, is that when I was growing up and even as a young adult and things like I didn't, there's, there wasn't digital archive. So, you know, most of my pictures that I have from the last 20 plus years, not all, but most of them are all like, it's digital stuff. And before that it, it wasn't. So I, I started this, and I think I said this in our teaser or whatever we're calling that, the sort of what is this about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I started doing this sort of intersection of sex and technology and having that interest in things when when I was a, a sex expert or a sex advice person for teens for a site that was sort of based in AOL era and because of that I know so there's I was like we
1: need we need to explain AOL though I mean oh yeah so AOL (laughs) is American
0: America Online (laughs) and you would get these free it was basically the main way people got their sort of email and their their sort of home base for news and all those sorts of things it was it was it,
1: also where there were lots of chat rooms where fun sexy times could happen back in
0: yes the day. for sure so it was the whole yeah and it was the advent of the chat room and there's that meg ryan tom hanks oh you've got mail yeah so that phrase you've got mail comes from what aol would say it, like, it would be this weird little voice going, you've got you've mail. Got mail. <laughs> and then you, you had an email. And so all of that, so that era happened. And I was, like I said, a, a, a sexpert or an online, online relationships and sex advice person for teenagers. And I think it's because of that, that I was found by teen magazines. And so I would get interviewed every so often for for teens, uh, you know, for teen magazines would find me and say, Hey, will you be our expert person when we do this sort of dear Abby, I need some advice stuff. And so I was like, sure. And so I started doing this and I didn't really talk about it with a lot of people. And it's funny to be like, I don't know why, but I just, I just didn't. So it wasn't like, look at me, I'm in a magazine. Sometimes I do that with some friends, but I definitely didn't do it with my parents. Did not talk to my parents about the fact that I was an a a sex advice columnist person.
1: And so what happened? Helping the the teens have good sex. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So
0: I, and I've always been very sex positive and and not rooting any advice in fear or anything like that. So yes, it, it does come across possibly as you know, I'm encouraging people to do things. And that's not what I do. I encourage people to do things they're comfortable doing or want to do. Yes. And so, so what apparently happened was, I'm not sure what order to tell the story in, but my, my mother basically, I guess, was at the hairstylist. And so she's, and they have magazines at hair salons.
1: Oh, and as a, as a pin, just as a slight, just to connect some dots. So all of this conversation is emerging. So as you were packing, you came across some of these magazines and that sparked this memory. Is that right? Yeah, yes,
0: exactly. So I'm packing these magazines because I've decided, screw it. I'm keeping these magazines that I'm quoted in. So thank you for the closing of that loop. So yeah. So I'm, so I'm looking through these magazines and, and, And a lot of and I'm starting to talk to my friends about them to be like you know I need the justification and the validation that I'm going to keep these and carry them you know thousands of miles and still hold on to them and friends are very supportive and they're like yes you should keep those and that's great so one of the first times that I was quoted in a magazine somehow that magazine you know ends up at the hair salon and and my this is when my parents were in small town New Jersey and so the my mother wasn't reading the teen magazine, but somebody was and look, saw was reading the column and asked my mother, isn't this your daughter? <laughs> and, and my mother looks at it and goes, uh, yes, <laughs> that is my daughter. And the question was oh, I'm something basically on, and it was from a guy, I think, Which is sort of fine or it was from a girl it's very this is very heterocentric but it was definitely a male asking if they masturbated too much and they were worried about if they masturbated too much and yeah so my response was essentially if you feel like you are then that's something you should address and if it's interfering with your ability to conduct daily living like your homework and you're not spending time with friends anymore, or something, or if that's all you're thinking about is the next time you're able to do it, then maybe there's something going on. It doesn't necessarily mean it's too much. And if you're disturbed by your thoughts, right. That might be something and pr- provided some resources and did some things. So, anywho, this is my parents <laughs> discovering that I'm a sex <laughs> advice person is by ask, you know, by being asked if someone's masturbating too much and me basically saying no there's no such thing as too much but there's there is a a thing about wanting to feel emotionally okay and connected with what what you're doing so then so my mother apparently then says can I keep this (laughs) to the hair salon to which the hair salon said fine so now my now she comes home and then whatever reconnects with my father because they're still together And so all of this, this is all happening. And I didn't know this happened yet. All I get is my on a a phone call. I tend to talk to them every week. So every Sunday. So I just get my dad on the phone and he can't stop laughing. And And my dad and my dad has that laugh this is another dated reference but my dad has that laugh from like the guy from revenge on the nerd of the nerds he's like "Eh, eh, eh, eh." so i get on the phone and i'm like hello and all i I got is "Eh, eh, eh, it was really long time i'm like what because i have no idea what's going on what's happening and my dad's like apparently you're a like a celebrity And I'm still clueless. I'm still like, I, okay, (laughs) like what's happening? And, and basically my mother takes the phone and says, I went to the air salon and then basically tells the story about how she found me in the magazine. So that's, that's how my my parents found out. And now I was essentially outed as a expert to my family and their friends.
1: That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I love that it was an episode, it was uh, an episode, it was an article or a column about masturbation too. I'm like, you know, you could have been talking about so many, you know, accepting your queer self. Like there could have been so many different things you were talking oh, yeah. about. I mean, I've You're given, like,
0: you know, just advice on breakups or oh, yeah, right? you know, managing mental health. No, um, no. it was about, image. I've done like little, it was done, about getting
1: yourself off. <laughs>
0: yes, it was exactly <laughs> that. And me going don't you know like no no masturbation's great and please you know masturbate and I'm <laughs> glad you are exploring your body and if you're feeling distressed by it here might be some reasons why and if it's interfering with your life then maybe there is some support that you might want so okay. yeah so that's that's how that's that's like one of my memory lane things that's I'm experiencing as I'm going through my crack benefit. Some
1: love of us that. find crappy old love letters that you're like, do I burn this? Like, what do I do with this thing? You know, from breakups or whatever. And yeah. you're finding your your debut as sex sexpert with your family.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you, for,
1: thank you for sharing that story. That's yes. And it makes me so, wonder, how will our parents uh, experience hearing us doing this podcast?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, it'll be interesting if they even find out because they're definitely not, they're very... Luddite in their tech use. Yeah. Like they don't text me. They, st- I think they just didn't, they, that's a double negative. They just got a smartphone like, as oh. like two weeks ago. Like my dad was oh, wow. still had a flip phone. There's no way I'm ever going to get a text.
1: Yeah. Unlikely they're going to discover that. Yeah. Yeah. And they might,
0: because it's not like I'm going to hide it. And again, someone, they found out a few things about my work through it just happening. And just right. being enough in the public eye that they're like, huh? And then I- <laughs> so, yeah. So that is what's going on.
1: Awesome.
0: Uh, so, yes, as they are, so they may hear this podcast as a story. And then we can have a funny memory. Oh. So I sent you a profile of a 55-year-old female uh, and they are, they don't have any description. So this is one of those cases where it's a female that's not writing anything about themselves,
1: mm-hmm.
0: except they're five, seven. They say they're active in the physical stuff. Uh, astrological sign. They have a graduate degree. They don't drink or smoke, uh, tobacco. They smoke pot socially, uh, cisgender. They like cats. They want a relationship. They have kids and don't want more. And they're liberal.
1: All right. And so this is also a profile just for anyone who's curious what app it's from. It's uh, it's Bumble.
0: Yes. So it's a one picture Bumble profile with no answering any of the additional questions.
1: And so I'm going to go ahead and describe this picture for our lovely listeners. Uh, well, one, it's like not super in focus. It kind of looks like someone took a photo of a photo, like a, did they use their camera to take a photo of an old print photo. Oh, yeah. Um, and. So it's like this, I don't know what year to get. 80s, it looks like to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like it's very time capsule. We've got some like, m- you know, the wispy bangs across the forehead, but then really high bangs behind. Like I would finally refer to this as mall bangs, but it's like not the teenage mall bangs, it's the grown up mall bangs, where it's like yeah. it then goes into almost like a big helmet of just big hair. Um, yes very dark black eyeliner sort of a pinky out very outlined lip um some serious cheekbone action I'm like this could be just as easily a glamour shot if people have glamour shots at malls where you go in and get all fancied and they put a crap of gunk on your face and I am I mean okay so I'm I'm having the feeling of wow Like, what a choice. This is, you know, this is a person who's staying there 55. This is not the face of a 55-year-old.
0: Right. Or it is with a lot, a lot of makeup. And it's soft and the pictures in total soft focus, like Vaseline on the lens.
1: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean... And obviously people can have work done. I mean, my goodness, there are some gorgeous, you know, celebrities out there that you wouldn't know they were a day over like 32 and Mm -hmm. they're 60. So obviously there's plenty of procedures people can do to make themselves uh, maintain a particular kind of skin quality or whatever. And that makes me, I have feelings about that. I think aging is a beautiful human thing. Everyone should have a right to modify their body however they choose, Um, so long as it's not a negative pressure when someone's doing it, or that's how I feel. Um,
0: Or rooted in some kind of self-hatred, I guess, that would be.
1: Like, or denial. Like, if you're doing it to try to deny your aging, it's like, that's, this is not gonna go well for our mental health. Um, But it doesn't, you know, going back to, like, honesty, this doesn't feel like an honest photo. I'm like, Cause it's, you know, if, I mean, right on, if you're wearing your hair like this today, yeah, I'm down.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't sure. I'm like, is this an old photo or is this like, you just found your era of look and you are just sticking with it no matter what, like there's this guy back in the days when we took buses and I would take the bus to work. Some people still take the bus, but I don't work at that job anymore. And so I don't, but I would get on the bus every morning and there's this guy that would get on the bus and he would wear tight like animal print neon leggings and sported the biggest mullet and he just owned it he just would get on that bus and he had like the whole like spiky blonde bangs in the front and like the long hair in the back and it just like and he was middle-aged so it was just he found that in the 80s and he just stuck with it forever it was a it's amazing
1: he was like that he was business up front and party in the back for decades i mean yes right on yeah so we don't know what's going on with this person of course since they only chose to do one photo and no profile description which i find really fascinating but in general i mean i just If I see a photo like this, my immediate thought is like, this doesn't feel real, you know, whether it's they grabbed a photo online or it's someone who's not really showing up in the app yet.
0: Yeah, Um, it's possible because she, you know, this is not someone I would swipe right on because I, yes, her photos looks pretty inauthentic. It has nothing, says nothing about her personality, except for, I guess she likes to wear a lot of makeup and she's a time capsule. (laughs) I actually looked at, I actually looked at it and thought, it might be. I was trying to figure out if it was a celebrity. Oh, I couldn't. And it, right, like it wasn't even her. It might be right. her, but I was like, oh, it looks like. And I then started listing celebrities that I think she looks like. And I just was like, it totally, it
1: totally does. I mean, she kind of
0: looks like Joyce DeWitt to me from, Three's Company. She's oh, from Three's
1: Company. Oh, yeah. Janet from
0: Three's Company. Janet
1: from Three's Company. We're like Jerry's Linda Ronstadt
0: or something. Oh, I can it's,
1: totally see that. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful person. I yeah. Mean, they're, they're, again, the, all the makeup ain't my jam, but still beautiful features, gorgeous cheekbones, all that good stuff. But like, yeah, yeah. Weird. These kinds of profiles are so wild to come across. You're like, what is happening? And I right. Just- and, and clearly I'm guessing
0: she wants people to swipe right on her because she's showing a good side. And I can't see under what circumstances someone would swipe right. Because there's so little to go on, unless they're just captivated by the beauty of that picture and then want to start a conversation.
1: Or it's me and I'm going to swipe right and be like, so, because all I want to know
0: is, what's your deal? (laughs) What do you really look like? Yeah, what's going on behind them?
1: And it's way more just, you know, pure social curiosity, which eh, I don't know. I don't know that that's how I'm supposed to be using the apps, but sometimes that's what I do. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's a start sometimes.
1: Well, right on. Thanks for uh for sharing. How fascinating. Yes. You know, all, all, all things, I guess. Uh, well, so do you want to jump over to the program? Oh, yeah. You? Let me. So we are going to be in quite the contrast today because I sent you uh nine photos plus uh, oh, yeah, it's a big old profile. Okay. Um so quite the contrast compared to your one one human or one photo uh, of your human. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and read the description. So this is a mid thirties fella um, Mm -hmm. who says he's in business development. Uh, That's his job description. Apologies on the semi shirtless photo, looking for someone to experience life with. I love the outdoors and being active, trying things like pottery class or cooking class or skydiving excites me occasionally like to go out drinking and dance badly in parentheses. If we can bring all those things together in a weekend, then you're my dream girl. Traveling is a goal for me, but currently hard. Looking for someone to have integrity and honesty and a perspective. Bonus if you laugh at my jokes. And then at the end, six foot two.
0: Right. So again, the height, because we've discussed that that is important. And research bears that out too, that a lot of Cis men will lie on their profiles about their height, so there's that. Uh, it's like one of the most common things that men will lie about in their profiles, uh, because I guess it's important and people want to know
1: as soon as you meet, like, what is that? That's well, and it's funny funny.
0: because I was talking to uh, a friend of mine a little bit about this, and he was sort of expressing his own disappointment that he's not quite six feet. And I'm like, okay, and so since I'm, whatever, I'm not, I'm, I'm average height, so I don't notice, I mean, I'll notice if someone's super tall, and otherwise, it's mostly like a bucket of shorter than me, a little taller than me, a lot taller than me, like, that's basically, (laughs) like, I don't notice, or holy crap, that person's really, really tall.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Well, so I have another friend who's like six, 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 seven, and it's just it just you know he walks into a room and you notice that that is stinking tall.
1: Like the nuance, you're totally right. And cognitively, it's not like someone's... I mean, maybe there's some people who have got such solid spatial reasoning that they're like, ah, oh, this person is five foot eight. You know, like yeah. But really, it's like, why are we? I this is a great question. I would love to ask the app creators. Like, couldn't we just encourage people to have that kind of a. More uh, supportive version, like to get away from this. So to say, you know, average height, shorter than average, taller than average, like and establish what are we calling the average height based on gender, like or something. I don't know. It just seems ridiculous. The like specificity. Yeah. Like, six foot versus six foot two. Really? Do we need to care? I mean. Yeah. Right. Again, thinking of your friend who is six feet tall. I understand that, you know, but it could be just over six feet. Like, wouldn't that be like just fine? you know, between, between five, seven and six feet. I don't know. Anyway, whatever, we'll let it go. All right. So 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 this guy, so he's got,
0: yeah. So he's got a picture of him in a suit, uh, laughing. He's got a nice smile. And I like the, I like, I like watching or having pictures of people who are laughing because it shows a, they laugh and B it shows like their genuine smile. So it's less contrived. So I appreciate that. Then, uh, him with his buddies at a sporting event, um, they, you know, given where you live in Chicago, there, people are just warmly. Mm-hmm. And then he's got this sort of like trying to look cool with the, the, the tousled hair, the purposely tousled hair with his dog hugging him. Very nice dog.
1: Um. <laughs>
0: And then I guess this is the apologies for the shirtless photo. I mean, it's very, it's just his face again. So we are sort of getting just face, just face. We had his body in the suit photo um, outside uh, and then him on a horse.
1: Well, on the outside one, just to pause, that's with like by a river or something. I, it's like,
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's so I, I think trying tell. to show
1: out, outdoors. Like for Chicago, it's like, oh, where are you? Cause that's not a common. And he Chicago did
0: say street. he likes the outdoors. Yeah. So he's got him outside by, by the river, outside riding a horse. Then he's, I don't, am I supposed to know where this place is? He's just sitting by a tourist attraction of some kind of cowboy statue no Um,
1: idea what's up with that photo sitting on the ground it looks like the cowboy is patting him on the head uh,
0: yes yeah no so it's it's a funny sort of pick it's maybe that's it
1: he's trying to show he's silly
0: yeah yes and then a picture so then a completely unnecessary picture again of him in a car like (laughs) and those the car selfie is always another classic the um, car
1: selfie. Can, why do you have to take a selfie in a car? What are especially
0: because he's got all these other pictures.
1: Just delete the car selfie, my friend. We don't. Yeah, you don't
0: need the car selfie. And then there's another apologies for the shirtless. Another selfie where I just see a bare shoulder at a lake. Or maybe it's the same riverbank. I don't know. Um, so yeah, so first of all, if you're saying apologies for the shirtless, you're not apologizing. I like, you're, like you're just like, it's so, it's the insincere yeah. apology. Why
1: would you like really know you're telling me to keep swiping for your photo. So I see your shirtless photo because the first photo was the suit, right? So yeah. it's like, keep swiping for some shirtless action. I feel yeah. like that's, it's more of an invitation than a real apology.
0: Yeah. And if that's what you're meaning to do, the person who wants the shirtless photo is in for a disappointment because it's just, it's a, unless you're really into necks, because Which, Oh, right. <laughs> oh, next are Beautiful and sexy and I can I can be down or, with that.
1: What are those top shoulder muscles called? Is that like trappy something or others? I don't know. Whatever Health this ones. thing is that you can like bite onto real nice if you're having some fun. It's like, "Oh yeah. Well done, sir."
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's but that's all you get. You get one bare shoulder
1: and you get the neck. This so is That's an, the sh- And by our standard, this is like an appropriate shirtlessness like we're, yes. we get a little squishy about as we're going down the happy trail and such so
0: yeah I mean, exactly to each
1: their own, each their own but. right so there's that's one more so- photo you haven't seen though remember I told you I sent oh, it right. but... oh yeah
0: so let me go oh and so now there's him with an elephant <laughs> yeah um, but, it, but it's it's that's it's a really interesting composition on it because it's not the whole elephant you don't even see the elephant's ear it's just the elephant's head um and the trunk is what's the there's trunk doing trunks.
1: I think there's two different elephants right next to him
0: oh I get it wow those elephants how are those elephants that close together because you're right there's two trunks and the elephants are big so how are they even whatever if that's not that's <laughs> not what the point of this thing is so there's two elephants that are very close together and he's in front of them and again it's only his face and there's so this person needs photography lessons from you because there's he it's mostly about him and then yet there's these two elephant trunks sort of in the background
1: but i had i had so i wanted this this photo it's like and let's have our exotic animal
0: photo conversation
1: because i feel like it's every third profile has some exotic animal a person with you know a wild cat of some variety or an elephant or a monkey of some variety Oh my gosh, have you not encountered all the. No, I have not
0: encountered. I I get dead deer and fish. I don't don't get exotic. uh, Sometimes I guess I will. I mean, I think it's people showing that they travel. I mean, I don't think it's a zoo. Oh, no. Because there's like a path. There's a path behind them and there's some people and things like that. So it's sort of like they did. It's also interesting because they did the tourist attraction.
1: Precisely. It's like a version of tourism. And I mean, you know, so often we can talk about like, well, what are, how, what's the treatment of these animals? You know, what is, what is happening in these local contexts? Like how is this doing harm to indigenous communities or, you know, uh, you know, this is a very white dude or white looking dude. Yeah. Doing this, Right. And it's a, you know, person of color behind them who is managing oh, yeah. the elephant. Um, so you know, there's just some like uh, there's some politics here. Yeah, <laughs> that like people are unveiling, and so often that's the case in these photos. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, why? Like, and person. I mean, obviously, I'm showing my own personal values about like how do we travel and how do we engage ethically with different cultures, and and also how do we think about the earth and animals and their rights and our entitlement to them, and maybe it's projecting to then think about. I don't know that it's a one-to-one, like someone who's down with this has lousy politics across the board. I don't think that's true, but it's just one of those things where I'm like, I'm not impressed by you with a tiger. In fact, it's a negative, my friend. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's interesting
0: because I wonder how much people think about that. I know there's a lot of people out there who are like, my dream is to swim with the dolphins or to pet an elephant or- something like that like it's their actual because they're in such awe of the creatures and so there's that component as well but it is a very so I I was seeing the I totally hear what you're saying and it makes a lot of sense for me it was you're choosing to travel to a cool place and this is the thing you decide to do like that's sort of the for me as a person who travels a lot uh Some people like the tourist package stuff and like, and there is some value, I think, to doing some of the stereotypical touristy things. I mean, a a low hanging fruit one for me, and we can talk about if I, you know, this was if you are like, ooh, and you cringe on it, but I got a lot out of going to Alcatraz. I lived in the Bay Area of California for a really long time. And I was like, I'll play tourist. And I went to the Alcatraz exhibit and or to Alcatraz and did the walking tour thing and I that stuck with me like this whole idea of oh people in prison like they get you know it's three hots and a cot and they can get all these things and then you you're allowed to go into a cell and feel how small it is and get that and you're like oh yeah this is ooh I want out now like it's just it's
1: his, the history of Alcatraz, so like, Eva, I love that that's your example, because I'm like, okay, so technically touristy because it's a guided tour, but also Alcatraz. I mean, when you think about the, I, I think it was referred to as like the American Indian, you know, justice movement back in the, yeah. like, and I'm terrible with dates. So I believe this was in the seventies when they occupied Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and so it's like, there's so much there are so many layers to a place like Alcatraz. So you're going there and you're being impacted and thinking about justice and the treatment of humans. And like, you know, people who've resisted and using that site to try to promote awareness and justice. And like, I mean, that's your yeah. version of like a really great touristic. I'm like, yes, that is an awesome touristic. They, tour.
0: didn't, they didn't talk a lot about the occupation and things if I recall. And then this is a long time ago that I did it.
1: And I, I would now, hopefully that would change, but. And, course, well, or, and it theory. might have been,
0: and that was not, the, I mean, the thing, like I said, that stuck with me was just realizing like jail cells are really, really small. Whoa, that yeah. was, that was my main takeaway. I mean, I've done things like I've gone to Graceland and I've done like other things like gone to the Coochie Tunnels, like in Vietnam and sort of you, you're allowed to, they, first of all, they've already widened them to make larger tourists be able to sort of fit. And you can crawl through it to sort of feel. And again, it's this idea of like, oh shit. Like people lived in this. People lived in these tunnels. They didn't just use them to travel. They lived in these to hide from the enemy. Wow. And it's it's like, I was, well, I was freaking out mostly because I do get a little claustrophobic. See Alcatraz and like, oh, this, sells or this sells. Uh, and And the person behind me, had a meltdown oh, they're like wow. "Ah!" it ah, just like and, and so that thanked me up for getting through the tunnel wow. uh, so yeah but it's at any rate I'm d- totally digressing in the sense of it's like yeah so when you have a tourist photo of like look I went to a really cool place what is right what's the what's message the of what's the thing you're doing right
1: right so like the things you're describing you, you know, and yeah, like if someone's dream is to connect with an animal and they really, you know, admire the ant, blah, 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 like that's fine. You know, I, everyone's got yeah. a different journey, right? Okay. Yeah.
0: And, and then I guess you could say that like, oh and, my gosh, look at me. I got to pet an elephant. This was a dream come true.
1: Right. Well, and, and I think it's also like, but that's the only photo this guy has, right? So what I would want to see, so was this the, it's like, Well, one week, you know, yet again, we can go back to this idea of all the same headshot, like, except for one photo that's different. It's like, okay, we didn't need, we didn't need eight of those. Um, But also kind of like you're describing, you can travel to so many different places and have humanizing experiences that help you empathize and get a better understanding of historical moments and context and people's lived experience that's different than your own. And all these other things you can do when you're traveling trying you know in, in, in uh embracing local cuisine or or other elements of like what what else are you doing to learn about the place you're in yeah. and if the only photo from that trip is your experience with a caged wild animal <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like that's to me that's really a very specific message to me about like how you travel the thing you think that is useful to convey to anyone else like there weren't any cool photos of you anywhere else on this trip where you were engaging with wild elephants or caged elephants I should say or or this um, where
0: well and he's got the same sort of squint so it's like is they are these the pictures where you think you look hot (laughs) the one above above it is uh, one of the the shirtless river shots is him with that same exact same squint
1: Oh man! Buddy. And so
0: he's yeah. The the other thing though is we're assuming this is in a different country. It could just be one of those uh, oh. drive-through safari things. I, I'm I mean who knows? He does say trap. He likes well. He says his goal traveling is a goal for me, but currently hard. Which kudos. Yeah. You're not just yeah. jet setting around in the pandemic. So a plus,
1: right? Uh. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's fair that we don't know exactly where he is. Uh, also, though, like elephants on uh, anyway, lots of feelings. I don't think we should get into the zoo debate and like some yeah. of these other conversations. <laughs> I feel like we'll just let's pin maybe some of this. But definitely, yeah. I mean, I think if it is travel. So I think our feedback on the travel photos and travel has come up in the past of like, how do we. You know, and again, we're also I think commenting on both the kinds of conversations we can get into with people like what's a good conversation starter. Uh, and I think we're thinking in terms of both casual dating or longer term dating, you know, what, yeah. what people are looking for. So if you're looking to communicate something about your values, this guy is saying he wants to travel. He's trying to connect around travel. Yeah. So if this is a travel photo, like our options for what feel like touristy photos, we've got elephants, we've got a riverbed. Um, you know, again, being in Chicago, I'm guessing that's not here um, or not immediately present. Yeah. Um, And then we've got the the weird cowboy photo. And so it's not necessarily picking up, it's not telling me a story of who this person is in their travel that I'm necessarily excited by. Mm -hmm. And I think we can think about how to use photography and match that with our descriptions to tell a more complete story. Like who knows, this guy might be a rad traveler and do really awesome things when they're traveling or they might really like, you know, photos with statues and that's their jam. And again, if that's all you're into, then he's done a great job conveying that. And I think what we're trying to help people think through is like, you can tell better stories if you've got a different story to tell.
0: Yeah. I I see it a little, I'm a little more forgiving on this person. The, let's, so the elephant aside, you've got the statue, which is We don't know what exhibit that's from or whatever. That's just sort of a photo op moment where, again, it's showing the silly side kind of idea because he's sort of posing, interacting with the statue.
1: I I would pause on that and say, but it's also cowboys. And we know like the history of the U.S. Wild West and the oppression and murder of Native Americans. I have, you know, like again, when you're a white person posting these photos, I do think, you know, again, also like, I'm all into the, you know, political identity justice stuff. So this, right. But so to me, I'm like, Oh, I really wish you had something complimenting this or contrasting with this, or that you'd, you know, if you were also saying something about being into black lives matter, that would also make me feel a little better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I'm not as that's again, back to values is black lives do matter. And I, I do care about, the politics, I'm not going to read as deeply into his choice of that particular photo and just sort of see it as a, and it might be true that he's then conveying, he doesn't think as deeply at, well, very few people think as deeply as you do on these issues. So, <laughs> so I will go on a limb and say he does not. Uh, and then I think, so he's got the picture of him riding a horse, which shows more of an action of inter interacting with the outdoors in other places, and then I, you know, in his written profile, he's got trying things like pottery class or cooking class or skydiving excites me.
1: So yeah. there's so I like those. That was, yeah, lovely. that's lovely. Yes, and I'm being a little like over the top in my judgments, or I'm I'm very much over analyzing for sure. So I appreciate yeah. that. Well, that is
0: what we do. It we, is. We we bill ourselves as over analyzing,
1: and, and so I. I'm,
0: Think it's like this person is for me is a little less egregious than you are and what uh, I would say, like you think
1: I would actually still consider swiping right on this person and that would just be stuff I would check on very early I would I would I would figure out a way to open the conversation you know tell me about the elephant photo and then I'd work in a conversation about animal rights or you know what I like I would I would try to assess like especially if I'm thinking this is a person I'm going to hang out with, you know, more than once, they're a very attractive human being. So to me, I think they're very attractive. Um, So I could
0: learn that they like, Oh, I worked at the sanctuary to support or, Oh, we rescued these elephants from poachers. And you'll be like, totally,
1: totally. (laughs) Or I'm a big donor to an elephant rescue. And so this was part of the, the, you know, whatever, like there could be really interesting and so I wouldn't completely reject, I mean, I, I do wanna be clear, like, I don't know that it's a great idea to totally reject someone unless they're like wearing shirts or de- explicitly declaring like our friend from last season who was like, "Yeah, I am hella conservative and like screw you and your soft masculinity. <laughs> like, yes. I am very clear in your politics and bye bye, red pill friend. Um, yes. But in this case, like, I don't know, but I think it's okay. And I like the idea of being, I want, I'm, I think it's really important for me when I hold such like hardline politics in some categories, like, man, people are human and we also can share and learn from each other. Right. And so just because I'm reading these photos through that lens, doesn't mean I'm right. Doesn't mean it's true. And like, what an important thing to be recognizing, oh, I'm totally judging this person and I could be way wrong.
0: Absolutely. And And I think, but the good part about that is, is that that elephant photo is a good entry point for a uh, lots of things. And it could be learning that this person has deal breaker values, totally. or it could be the opposite where you learn that this lovely human being is, you know, attractive and has some, a similar social conscience that you do. Yeah. And then the two of you would be comfortable probably like if it's that latter thing, having the conversation of you're like, wow, I'm really glad to hear that because in that photo, here's what I potentially saw. And they'd be like, oh shit, that's yeah. bad. Thank Deleting you for pointing that, that out to me.
1: <laughs> or putting a little caveat in my profile about what that photo is. Yeah. yeah. Going back to there, I mean, and the other thing, I just wanted to compliment this person. So again, like when someone's doing a nice profile, I I'm pretty sure there were like very almost no typos, which is always exciting to come across. Yes. And I feel like they paint a picture, which I thought was kind of refreshing. I don't feel like we get a ton of profiles that do that. They describe a whole bunch of different kinds of activities that could all be brought together and and then say like bonus if we do that in one weekend. And I'm like, oh, that's really fun it gets me excited to imagine like this person's down to really adventure and be active there's so much that's conveyed in that very brief description and I thought that was like really effective almost storytelling yeah Uh, so kudos on that front as well
0: so don't apologize for your shirtless photo (laughs) just don't you don't need to apologize for anything don't apologize and it's certainly not your bare shoulder photo and maybe say a little bit about, you know, provide a tiny bit of context for some of these for like a photo.
1: Yeah, I think those are, these are good. Otherwise, yeah, this
0: is really, it's a good, it's a good, uh, it is a good profile. I agree. Cool.
1: All right. Well, that'll do it.
0: Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you have a profile you want us to clearly overanalyze, (laughs) uh, please email us at before you swipe at gmail.com. That's the letter B, the number four, the letter U, swipe at gmail.com.
1: Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Before You Swipe. If you want to send us your thoughts or a profile you'd like us to overanalyze, please email us at before you swipe at gmail.com. That's the letter B, number four, letter U, swipe at gmail or find us on Facebook at Before You Swipe.
0: Thanks to Hamid Khalid 786 on Pixabay for our fabulous funky beats.